0: hey everybody welcome back to the tipsy ghost we are your tipsy hosts sarah sarah and Lindsay. hey guys hi hello so i'm dying to know yes you told us yesterday in a text i'm never watching one of your movie recommendations again now here's the thing we've recommended <laughs> countless countless movies to so many you, things and shows and you left us hanging on purpose i believe from the recommendations
1: of my two best friends okay who I thought loved me.
2: She's trying to soften the blow by
0: being nice to us. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if it... be Okay, I just, I'll just i save my opinion here a, for a minute. I have a guess, but... Mm-hmm.
1: I, last night, watched 47 Meters Down.
0: Out
2: of all of our
0: recommendations, <laughs> that is the one that you took? You hyped it up so much. Wait, okay. I mean, it's we were not talking like a about, great movie, but... We talked about the diving and the, yeah. the changes that happen when you rise to the surface. The bins. In uh, one of our episodes. And uh, so then, then Lindsay and I said... I know what that is because of this movie. <laughs> exactly. I didn't say, oh my gosh, this
2: is the best movie ever. Boydson, you have to watch it.
1: No, I, in my head, I heard that you guys were talking about something that you both enjoyed and you thought that I should watch it. Okay. I did think you should
0: watch it because it referred, it had a lot to do with the bins. Can and I make
2: a list of like priority said, of what you should watch? You said Mandy
0: Moore was in she it. Is she in is it. in
2: it.
1: And I love Candy. So. I do too. It is. It's a movie that kind of destroys
0: you. I just want to know. It's was kind it of anxiety because,
2: provoking. Yeah.
0: Because you. Kind of? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you, are you mad because you absolutely hated it? Or be, did you hate it because it was like, it messed with you a little bit? Um, it's kind of a scary movie. It's like a thriller. Yeah.
2: But again, out of all the scary movies <laughs> I have recommended to you, <laughs> you picked that
0: one. <laughs> I know. I must say I'm a little surprised. But I'm a little disappointed. That's not what movie I thought you saw. Disappointed. <laughs> Listen, we're going to support that she watched no. any of our recommendations. Thank <laughs> you. Thank, thank you. I'm disappointed that that is the recommendation she took. Even if you were crushed by it, because the ending is very sad. <laughs> All of my fears
1: were in this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, we had just talked about the diving fear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. dark.
1: Sharks. Sharks. Things your that could kill sharks. you. Sharks. <laughs> Things that can kill Claustrophobia. Yes. you. Claustrophobia. You get
0: trapped in this.
1: And then they lost all communication with Ooh. the top. So, how like, did they you feel when she had to swim over abandoned. that giant
0: hole? Like, she had to go from one side of that. Hole I thought she to the was, other. I thought it was going to be like a vortex and she gets sucked right yeah. just down the middle. That gave me tons of anxiety because mm-hmm. she's already like. At the bottom of the ocean, for God's sake!
1: And then, little naive me doesn't watch a lot of movies. I was like, "Oh, her sister's alive!" And then they reconnected. Ugh. And then, I mean, she got half eaten by a shark, but she saved the day. I thought this movie was just going to end on a high note. I did too. If it makes you feel better. And then, because I, I, I had a little, a little thing in my little thought in my brain. Whenever he. Taylor came on and he's like, now remember, nitrogen narcosis can cause hallucinations. I was like, yeah. I feel like this is foreshadowing, but foreshadowing. I chose to ignore, ignore it. Mm-hmm. And so then like they were in the boat and they were like sobbing and happy, but yeah. also hurt. And then she wakes up and she's Not just there. all alone. Her sister's <laughs> still dead. Yes. Sharks are going to come surround her because she impaled her hand and now she's yep. bleeding.
0: Yeah, it is sad. But then she gets rescued. It was very, it was very sad. Damn it, Mandy. I'm missing you like candy. That was
1: <laughs> that was impeccable.
0: That was ridiculous. <laughs> I cannot. So yay, yeah, I'm glad you watched it. And um, so what are we gonna talk about tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Lizzie, you chose this topic. Why don't you explain? I did. It's a topic that we have
2: talked about on the a uh, podcast about wanting to do. Yeah. And it is the Denver International Airport. Indeed.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. There's a lot of conspiracies around this airport, and all of us have been there, right? I was trying yeah. to think.
0: Yes. We have all been to this airport at different yes, times. we have. Not together. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's been a while, so I don't like remember picking up on the details mm-hmm. of everything, but I definitely have heard about it.
2: So we're just going to get straight into it. Denver International Airport. It opened in 1995. So prior to that, uh, Denver and the surrounding area was using the Stapleton International Airport, but it had a lot of problems. Basically, the runways were really too close together, which when they had bad weather, because this is Denver, Colorado, they had bad weather a lot. They would have to ground a lot of planes and it would cause backups and it just wasn't working out real well. So they decided to build a new airport. It is 33,531 acres. <gasps> it is the largest airport in North America. Oh my God. By land area. And it is the second largest in the world behind the King Fahd International Airport in Saudi Arabia. Damn, she's a beast. She is the second biggest airport in the world. I did not know that. Isn't that crazy? I found that out today. I was thinking like <laughs> LAX, JFK. Yeah. No, she's bigger than them. Okay. It services 215 destinations across the world, the fourth in the U.S. to exceed 200 destinations. Ooh, She busy. Big and busy. <laughs> <laughs> it is the largest employer in Colorado with 35,000 employees.
0: Well, I should hope so. <laughs>
2: a lot of people there. (laughs) There's so many that's what she said jokes (laughs) that are just filled them in. All right. In 2020, it was the eighth busiest airport in the world and the third busiest airport in the U.S., which is pretty good for 2020 when you think about that's probably a year a lot of people weren't flying. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? That's so long ago. I have no idea.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I didn't fly in 2020. I, I like that
2: much. don't think I did either. It is a prime mid-continent location and a hub for many connecting flights because it's right smack in the Midwest. Like I said, lots of connecting flights come in and
0: out right of before Denver. the mountains, so you don't have to fly right through before. them. before.
2: Yeah. All right. Both United and Continental Airlines were hubbed at the former airport, Stapleton. So really, it was already a pretty busy airport before... The new airport was built. By the 1960s, it was like the sixth busiest airport. So it was always a busy one, but when they made it real big, it got real busy. Mm-hmm. So like I said, Stapleton was too cramped for all the traffic they were getting. So the airport was opened on February 28th, 1995, and it was 16 months behind schedule due to lots of construction delays. It cost $4.8 billion to build, which in today's age is $8.2 billion. Um, It was $2 billion over budget. Yes. Which in today's age is $3.4 billion over budget. Right. And 16 months behind schedule. She took her time.
0: You know, things don't happen like that overnight. The first flight,
2: fun fact, out of the Denver International Airport was a United Airlines flight
0: 1062 to Kansas City. Hop, skip, and (laughs) a jump away. Isn't that cool that the first (laughs) flight was to us? Why? <laughs> we're, we're literally just like right there. I don't know. I just thought that was a fun How fact. How long is that flight? It's like an hour? Uh, an hour off. and a
2: half. <laughs> I don't know. Fun fact. Okay. It was a tester flight. <laughs> More fun facts here. So apparently, Southwest Airlines shunned the Denver airport for like a decade. They're like, no, we're not using you guys as a hub. Why? Due to high fees. They thought that it was oh, too high. Well, they had cost. to cover that
0: $3 million mm-hmm.
2: debt. So finally, after over a decade, January 2006, Southwest was like, okay, we'll come to you. We get it. You've proved yourself. So they started with 13 daily flights. But now Southwest has expanded and is the airport's second largest carrier after United. Okay. All right. 2010s. A transit center and a hotel were added on to to one of the terminals called the Jefferson Terminal. Uh, The hotel opened in November of 2015. And then in April 2016, they added commuter rail trains to kind of get you between the airport and between all the terminals. So, she big. She needs a train. Yeah. They started a major interior renovation in 2018. Basically, they're trying to relocate the TSA security checkpoints and also consolidate the ticket counters to kind of make things flow easier. They're estimating this should be done by 2025. So, me and you were both there recently. There's lots of construction going on there. We were
1: I know I wanted to kind of scope it out and look for some of the the things that I'd heard about mm-hmm. that we'll talk about. Um, but there were, like, like a lot of, please excuse our construction mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. learn about Denver.
2: Yeah. So they're also expanding and adding 39 additional gates to allow for more flights to come through. So they do get a lot of work out. During the construction and after the opening, Denver <clears throat> set aside um, part of their construction and operation budgets for artwork because they wanted to recognize artists in the area. So there's lots of artwork there, sculptures, things like that. Um, There is also art in the underground train that links the terminal with the concourses. And it's all pretty much like History of Colorado, things like that. The airport features a bronze statue of Denver native Jack Swigert and Concourse B. So he flew on Apollo 13 as one of the pilots and was elected to the House of Representatives in 1982, excuse me, but he died before he was actually sworn in. So they have that also at the US Capitol, the same statue of him. So it's kind of a duplicate statue. Okay, there's a whole bunch of conspiracies around the Denver International Airport. So like
1: Lindsay said, 1% of the budget for this project had to be allocated towards public art to be put on display there. So thanks to the cost of building a large airport, so billions of dollars, 1% turned out to be a pretty big budget, judging by the amount of art you can find there at the Denver Airport. There are two 28-foot-wide murals by artist Leo Tenguma. So one is called Children of the World Dream of Peace, and it's a colorful mural with what appears to be a bunch of children from different areas of the world laying down their weapons. They are surrounded by a rainbow and are set on top of a dark, broken, stone ghost-like figure dressed in a military uniform, wearing a full face mask, holding a gun. We'll put pictures up on our Instagram Um, So you can kind of follow along with us to see what what I'm talking about. So the mural then extends to sort of a darker background where the rainbow fizzles out with another now more lively and larger ghostly soldier figure holding a gun and a sword as he looms over destroyed buildings and distraught people, some of whom are holding maybe dead children. It looks like a lifeless body. Um, So that was just my assumption. So the sword is possibly impaling a white dove, which is recognized, uh, which is a recognized symbol for peace. Some think that the soldiers, uh, the soldiers are representing a Nazi fighter wearing a gas mask, and they link the mural to a secret fascist society. Others believe the darker images represent genocide and the rise of a totalitarian world government. So lots of Lots of dark things. Um, There's also a letter in the corner of the darker section that was written by a child who died at Auschwitz. So the other mural is called In Peace and Harmony with Nature. So one section shows children mourning three dead women in caskets and the extinction of a few animals while the world basically burns behind them. Another section, though, shows children of the world coming together to celebrate nature and to try and fix it. Some people notice themes of death, pollution, and environmental destruction and claim that the art contains messages about the apocalypse. In reality, though, the artwork, both of them, um, they were both meant to be more positive and uplifting and focus more on peace and environmental stewardship, warning of the potential outcome of climate change and war if we didn't do something to change it. My favorite piece of work is the horse statue. Uh, His name is Blucifer. He's cobalt blue. He's a Mustang with bright red eyes, and he's kind of up on his hind legs Blucifer is standing a whopping 32 feet tall, and he's made of fiberglass. He's also got a very intriguing backstory. So Blucifer's artist was Louis Jimenez, and he worked on the statue for almost a decade, but he wouldn't see its completion. Unfortunately, Louis died two years before the sculpture was finished, when a piece of it fell on him, severing an artery in his leg. The piece was eventually completed by his children and unveiled in 2008. So with a history like that, it's easy for people to think that Lucifer is cursed. Um, But his eyes also add to the mystery. And there's a conspiracy that it is a nod to the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And the truth, though, is that the glowing red eyes are the artist's nod to the wild spirit of the Wild West. And some other people say that they were a deliberate addition to the artwork by his children whenever they completed it to honor their dad who owned a neon light shop in Mexico.
0: <laughs> hmm, sure just curious did you guys actually see Lucifer? Yeah. See, i, I wondered if you could see it from the airport because when i've been there i actually stayed in denver oh. so i wasn't just changing planes. but i i could see it driving up to the airport it's huge
1: yeah 32 30 something
0: feet tall yeah i mean you can i've seen definitely pictures of it, see I seen it, it and it's kind of out in front of the airport so like it's standalone by itself That's good to know. I don't
1: feel as bad for not finding it inside the airport. No, no,
0: no. It's outside. And you can see his red eyes, especially at night. They light up. It's very creepy. It is very creepy. Weird. I mean, it's a beautiful sculpture, but it's creepy. Like, there has to be some. Somebody knew they were making it creepy.
2: Who gives a horse red eyes? With the red eyes and a blue horse. That does not mean a wild spirit. That means an evil spirit. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Nowhere. And TV or anything is red eyes a good sign? Right, <laughs> it's
0: always a bad sign. That's well, a very good point.
1: Art is in the eye of the beholder. Well, it is a red
0: flag. <laughs> red eyes, red flag.
1: The gargoyles. I thought this was fun. I didn't see any gargoyles, but I also didn't pick up my baggage there. Um, I know, it they like just like a layover flight everywhere, but yeah, I don't
0: remember seeing any of them. I did see one. Did you? Mm-hmm.
1: There are they are scattered around mostly overlooking baggage claim areas, and. Um, Love this. They're titled Notre Denver. Uh, oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> clever. I, I love it's it. It's as clever as
1: Lucifer, Lucifer. Yeah, we Notre have some creative people over in Denver. You so, they like their I art. I like it. <laughs> Notre Denver was by Terry Allen. Um, and to some conspiracy theorists, they equate to something, something evil and point to a New World Order.
0: Is there a hunchback?
1: Probably hidden somewhere.
0: Damn it. I bet there is. There better be.
2: There's a Hunchback of Notre Denver. (laughs) There has to be. Yes. Quasi. Quasi Denver. Quasi Denver. Quasi quasi Colorado. Quasi Quasi Rado. Oh, Oh, there there it is. Took us a few times. We got
0: it. We eventually got there. (laughs) This is Uh, why we need each other. It's very (laughs) true. Alone we are nothing. So back to the guards. Oh, yeah. Yes. Quasi Rado.
1: Uh, Really, they're just protectors of the baggage and something fun to look at. Kitties. Yeah, And, and
2: so the baggage gets lost and then you're like, Quasirato did not do his job. <laughs>
1: there is, apparently, a talking gargoyle and his name is Greg. Oh, great. Greg the Gargoyle. Down. I'm really <laughs> sad I didn't see him.
0: I did not I see the talking one. the name. Come on. I don't know why I thought it'd be more majestic. Gregory than... the Gargoyle. <laughs> Alright, Gregory. <laughs> what um, would you name a gargoyle? I'm not sure. Come back to me. <laughs> What's a majestic name for a gargoyle?
2: <laughs> Gregory. Do we need something like French? Um um Raphael. leonardo Raphael. <laughs> wait isn't that italian i'm doing
1: i'm are. doing the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. giuseppe i don't think they're french giuseppe no, the gargoyle I know
2: oh beautiful pierre pierre, pierre. Mm-hmm. okay pierre doesn't sound like a name for a gargoyle
1: pierre goyle
2: <laughs> pierre goyle
1: <laughs> sir goyle sir goyle yes
2: sir goyle of the gargoyles <laughs>
1: Goyle of
0: Notre-Rado. <laughs> what? What? No. <laughs> no. It was- Notre-Denver.
2: Notre-Denver. And- Quasi-Rado. Quasi-Rado. Quasi-Rado.
0: <laughs> Damn it.
1: And does anybody have another guess as to a conspiracy? Aliens. It's
2: always aliens is the answer. It's always aliens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We need a name for an alien. Alan. <laughs> no. Oh my god. That's clever. <laughs>
1: God. You know, that's not a I few like,
0: letters immediately <laughs> no. like
1: <laughs> That sounded condescending, but I I really stand behind. No, what I, I really said. meant it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that's only you only had to change what, one letter? I just took it's away amazing. the I and added in another E. L- wait, no, that's Elaine.
0: No, L- <laughs> <laughs> Aileen
1: <laughs> I don't know how to spell.
2: Oh my gosh. Alan the alien. It's Aileen the Alien. That's his wife. <laughs> Alan comes down from the UFO and and you're like, Alan, not now. Alan. That's the best
1: names for aliens. Alan and
2: Eileen. husband and wife. Aileen. Alan and Eileen.
1: Okay. The claim is that the coordinates given to the humans by the aliens in a movie I have not seen, Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind, take you to none other than the Denver International Airport. Obviously, have you guys seen this movie? Yes. No, actually, I don't think I have. And
2: I'm surprised that you guys haven't, as alien lovers. I've only been
0: alien lover in recent times.
1: I love That's a lot true. of things, um, but I just don't watch a
0: lot of movies. I don't remember much of it. Yeah, if I've seen it, I don't remember it. Yeah.
1: Well, it's fake news. Um, the coordinates <coughs> actually end up 51 miles northwest of the airport, which is a conspiracy that I just made up. Fifth, Area 51, 51 miles. <gasps> I'm sure you're the
0: first person ever to think of that I know, conspiracy.
1: I am so smart. You're a trailblazer. Um, <laughs> some think that the airport is really Area 52, <laughs> and consider all of the space available that Sarah is going to talk about soon
2: oh my gosh. to hide
1: alien aircraft, <laughs> just like Area 51.
2: Are they just coming up with 52 because it comes after 51? Yeah. Oh. Are there areas Obviously. one through 50? Because I miss
0: them.
1: Duh. They're, they're somewhere. Well, you don't believe in any of the areas, Lindsay. <laughs> I don't
0: believe in area. It's not a thing. I don't believe in area one through 50, but 51 and 52,
2: I'm on the, on the fence. we we'll So see. they think that the airport is covering up.
0: Is think? area 52.
2: And there's like aliens underground? Yes.
0: Yeah. They're somewhere. Okay. Okay. Sure. Why not? Let's go with it. Okay. Lindsay's okay. on board. No. I've got a few more to <laughs> throw at you. You ready? I'm ready. Uh, one of the most common theories is that the airport was built by members of a secret society. Vampires. No. Dang it. Unfortunately, <laughs> their ties may have been to Nazism. Oh. And she kind of touched on it when she talked about the artwork there. Mm-hmm. There are different thoughts on which secret society, however, but most people think it was either Freemasons, the Illuminati, or the New World Order. Or maybe all three since they're kind of all tied together. Um, So the theory says that the airport's layout and the runways are built to resemble a swastika of all things. Do we have a picture from a drone? So they do, of course. Of course. Um, But other people say it looks like a giant spider. So (laughs) take with that what you will. I can see it. I'm not buying into the whole theory, but I can see it. Okay. All right. The airport's dedication capstone credits an organization called the New World Airport Commission. For building it. Fun fact, though, this organization doesn't actually exist, according to the airport's website itself. I think
1: the issue is that it sounds curiously close to the secret society of the New World Order. New World Airport Commission. New World Order. Right. It's I the see. New World.
0: I mean, I can definitely see how that is tied together. But why would they just make that up? That's what I don't get. Like, who made up the New World Airport
1: Condition. I think, <laughs> especially that something that fun at it <laughs> that doesn't. But why? Why though? It doesn't I don't, make any. sense? I feel like
2: Denver, like they know that there's conspiracies out there about. I know them, that and they so know that. Like let's let's have some fun with it.
1: So because of the weird, weird, the weird name, some people think that the Denver airport was built by the New World Order um, as a safe house during an apocalypse or an extinction event of some kind.
0: Yes. There are lots of strange markings in the buildings, which are believed to be connected with the New World Order as well. Most of them, though, are references to the Navajo language or Periodic Table of Elements, so not at all New World Order. I don't really know. That feels like a stretch there. Yeah, so in the Great Hall, there's
1: an inscription of Mm A-U-A-G on the floor, and that's said to be short for... Australia Antigen.
2: Isn't A-U-G the Periodic... Element for gold?
1: Uh, it said to be short for Australia Antigen, which allegedly is the Illuminati's secret weapon to accomplish genocide, which I had no idea. That's terrible.
2: I didn't know the Illuminati wanted to kill us.
1: Apparently, with the Australia Antigen, it might be in somebody's brain somewhere that they want to do that. Um, but in reality, partial credit for Lindsay, AU, and AG. Separately, are the atomic symbols for gold and silver, representing Colorado's mining history.
0: Yay. There are lots of unmarked buildings and underground areas on the property, which I'm going to talk about a little bit more here in just a second. But there's also a time capsule buried on the property, which has symbols from the Freemasons, which are also linked to the Illuminati. It's buried underneath the
1: dedication capstone, and it's said to be opened in 2094. We might just barely not make it. How do they know (laughs)
2: what is carved onto it if it's
0: buried? Well, I mean, it was just built in 95, right? So they know what was put into the time capsule. I saw a website on it, and I couldn't tell you exactly, but it was like the mayor at the time, his sneakers, like... Just silly things like that were put into the time capsule.
2: 2095, so 100 years. 2094,
0: yeah. But there,
1: you know, whenever you can't look at something yourself, somebody is bound to think like, I mean, what is actually in it? There are some conspiracies that think that it's like secrets to the time Mm -hmm. to where anybody who would want or need to know the secrets, they're just going to be dead by then, which may be true. Or maybe
2: it's going to be things like uh, CD. Player, and you know the first. Honestly, song. they can the open speaker now and or be like, "What the speaker. hell is the CD?"
0: Right. Um, so, Lindsay, kind of touched on this. The airport was way more expensive to build than originally expected, like three billion dollars over the budget. So, lots of conspiracy theorists believe that the money from the Illuminati was used to help finish the project in exchange for the secret society using the property as like a hub or like their main station. Okay, okay. their head head headquarters. They also say that a bunch of buildings were not built properly, but instead of demolishing them, the airport buried them and built more buildings on top, giving the Illuminati its own underground lair. That makes no sense. DIA is huge and apparently has a bunch of buildings that seem totally unnecessary, as you kind of touched on. It is a a huge property there. And so the aerial pictures, you can see a bunch of buildings around. They're like, they don't really need all these. What are these? They're unmarked. They've got to belong to the secret society, obviously.
2: Do you think they were just so pressed for time because they were behind that they just were like, we're not even going to demolish them. Like, let's just keep going.
0: No clue, man. I have no idea. Hmm. Apparently, all the fences at DIA have barbed wire facing inwards. Okay. Which naturally led people to believe that it will be used um, in the future as a prison or even a concentration camp. Or back to the aliens. What if there's
1: aliens and they don't want them to climb out? Can't they fly? Aliens? No, you have to have like
0: spacecraft. Can't their spacecraft just come beam them up or something? Okay, that is a possibility. Okay.
2: <laughs> can not aliens fly?
0: <laughs> They're just going to like
2: shoot off up in the air. I mean, I don't know. I never met one. <laughs> Listen, Alan can't fly. He doesn't Prove have, me wrong. Alan does not have wings.
0: Alien can. She's a boss ass bitch. <laughs> I've never
2: seen an alien with wings. <laughs> never seen an when alien. <laughs> seen an alien? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. They get beamed up, not because they can fly up.
0: <laughs> All right. Well the spacecraft might come get them, Can't okay? They fly. That's the how they get around the barbed wire. That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it is a little weird if that is true. I don't know if it is, but that yeah. barbed wire is facing inwards. I why? Mean, it's almost like they need to keep something in. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking
2: like the security, like why Why is security so tight that they need barbed wire on the fences? Good question. What other airport has barbed wire?
1: (laughs) No no other airports are housing aliens. There we go. Or other beings that we don't know yet. Like
0: Yeti. Lizard people. Another legend says that there are miles of underground tunnels and secret layers, and secret buildings and bunkers. Under the it airports. sounds like
2: they're, like, building a place for the zombie apocalypse. It's aliens, yeah. Oh, uh, well, I'm these are used apocalypse. by members
0: of the secret society, obviously. Okay. Or other important people in society so that they can survive the upcoming apocalypse, like Boydson said. Some will claim that there is a tunnel that goes from the Denver airport to the Northern American Aerospace Defense Command, or NORAD. That's how who tracks Santa every year. Yes, it is. Norad's tracker. It's in Colorado Springs, which okay. is 100 miles away which would take a lot of money and time and effort to build a 100 mile long tunnel. <laughs> yes. yes. So, I don't know how I feel about that. Um but others think that the tunnels might be where aliens are kept, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm
2: yeah definitely
0: as part of the secret government holding area which makes sense with the fences now you gotta
2: keep them underground because otherwise they're gonna fly away
0: and also as Lindsay has alluded to several <laughs> times this is where the lizard lizard people are lizard people they finally entered the chat i love lizard people here we are i ever wish <laughs> for any
2: of this stuff to be true lizard people <laughs> well have you
0: seen um the movie by jordan peele called us I had not seen this, but now I'm interested. I have. Yes. It it was just came out in 2019. Of course you have. You can chime in on this, but they had people thinking that the tunnels were a place where murderous doppelgangers were hiding, ready to rise from under the earth and take over on the surface. Doppelgangers for who? I don't know. Lizard people, I guess? No, it would be like your doppelganger in the- I was going to say, in
2: us, it's your doppelganger, and I don't know how much you want me to- say about it but the premise is Brief. that yeah that there is an evil doppelganger for everybody and they're like okay so hidden away, they're hidden in the tunnels at dia and then they come out and they just want to kill and replace you obviously yes and then murder everybody so take over the world everyone has a doppelganger and it's in these tunnels underground
0: <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen this movie but i'm i going to watch it, I think. The airport, they acknowledge that there are lots of levels below the main terminal, including the trains that you talked about, Lindsay, that they take passengers to and from different concourses because it's huge. So they have mm-hmm. to get people from A to B. Um, they say that the tunnels only extend out to the perimeter of the airport, which is only less than two miles. So not 100 miles like they talked about. Yeah. The airport officials say that some of the underground levels are used for office spaces, which I don't want to oh, work sure. in an underground tunnel. That sounds terrible. That's oh, where I the would. doppelgangers are, okay? Really?
2: you with claustrophobia? I don't you have claustrophobia. About... Okay, but with 47 meters down, you were...
1: As long as the lights are on, I'd be fine. Well, you can't go see them. Access is denied. <laughs>
0: what if I got a job <laughs> well, there? Well, I guess that's true. If you got hired specifically to work in the tunnels of DIA, you could probably go. hmm I did read that some people um, think that the airport is built on top of a sacred burial ground that the Native American Indians used. They say that the automated baggages system never worked right because of the spirits who were disturbed. Which I feel like, why would they want to mess up with the baggage? Like, just mess with people?
2: Of all it, makes it,
0: causes it makes chaos. it difficult, I guess. People don't like to be
2: inconvenienced.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, you're on their land. I get why they're upset, but... Of all things, I to think mess there up.
2: is more t- to mess up in this world <laughs> than lost baggage.
0: I tried to figure out if people felt like there was ghost presences there, because that's what we do, right? I'm like, is Denver International haunted? haunted. And of course, some people feel like there's a presence with them flying. But I feel like there's too much buzz going on. There's so many people all How the time. How would you even know if know. it's haunted? Did you guys feel a presence when you were there?
2: No, it was so crowded. <laughs> yeah,
0: same. Like how do you think that there's something going on <laughs> there is so i i my husband is from denver so we flew out there several times since we got married out there in golden um so when we got married 11 years ago that's probably the last time i flew but i was so massively hungover when we had to go there <laughs> that i don't <laughs> really remember Getting there or the flight.
1: I'm sure that there is something besides the Stanley Hotel that is tied to paranormal in Denver. So we need to find (laughs) some ideas and then take a long weekend out to Denver and we'll use the airport.
0: I want to say that the Golden Hotel where we were at had paranormal. History, but at the time I wasn't really into it as much as I am now. Obviously, so we'll have to look back into it because it's right there in Denver and it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, if anybody knows the Denver area well and can Mm -hmm. give us uh, ghost hunting recommendations for locations, let us know.
0: Yeah, Ben tried to tell me about a story. He was like, "Oh, I remember when that was being built," and I tried to look it up to validate what he said, but I couldn't find it. If anybody has any history, then let me know. But he said that when they were building it, that they came across a bunch like. What he said was kind of like a time capsule situation or like a big black box that had a bunch of things that were weird, definitely um, kind of set a tone for the project. Hmm. But I couldn't figure out what he was talking about. Hmm. I'll have to ask him more. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got to cover this because it was a little bit lighter than what we've talked about in the last couple of episodes. So Mm -hmm. thanks for bringing it up.
2: You're welcome. I know we keep talking about wanting to cover it. So I was like... Let's just do it. You
0: know what, lizard people, peeper, peeper, peeper lizard. lizard, lizard, lizard people are fun to talk about. We made so many friends
1: this episode. We Greg, did. Greg Goyle, Sir, Sir Goyle. Goyle, Sir Goyle,
0: Giuseppe, Alan. Alan Pierre, Aileen, Alan Aileen, <laughs> Vlad. Uh, obviously, Vlad. <laughs> not sure if Vlad was there or not, but he was. He was
2: the vampire. Vlad's gonna fly through on his way to Romania. Obviously. Vlad can fly.
1: Aliens cannot. Yes, first
0: class. <laughs> Aliens cannot fly.
1: <laughs> duh this is a well-known fact okay
0: doppelgangers <laughs> doppelgangers listen lizard people Denver aliens everything and you know what i did see some of their like marketing and mm-hmm. i'm sure you guys i think when you send a picture i sent a picture yeah yeah and they just they own it i think they it's hilarious do. it was
2: <laughs> like like Boyson said like when we were there there was a lot of construction and it was like one of those please be patient with us we're yeah under construction, blah, blah blah, and it said, "What do you think we're doing back here?" And it was like, "A lizard people, B <laughs> New World Order headquarters." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was all like making
0: fun, poking fun, and then it was like, "For more information, go to this website." I saw that the airport too was hosting like um, a display or an exhibit from like a haunted artifacts. So like, they are just they're owning it. I mean, look, it's a good way to get tourism. Obviously, it works pretty well. They're known as people are probably like, "Oh, let's fly to so. Denver because that's a really cool airport." Who is an alien and who is not? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. If they fly, that's
2: a dead giveaway. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in this week to our group board about the Denver International Airport. You can always find us at thetipsyghost.com with our socials from there, or send us an email at thetipsyghost at gmail.com.
1: Please give us a five-star rating and a great review anywhere you listen to podcast. We greatly appreciate it, and it really does help.
2: All right, guys. Thanks so much. We will catch you guys next week.
1: Bye. 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 Bye.